for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. I'm looking forward to it. It's just a week away. It's my second favorite holiday. My first favorite holiday is like in uh, March or April. This is my second favorite. Did you know it's seven days until Christmas? You know, it says uh, uh, checking his list and, and making sure all is right. Are, are you all set for Christmas? Are you ready for our Savior's birthday? He's coming. He's coming. Are our hearts ready to receive Him? As we look forward to this holiday season, I pray that you uh, are not too busy with all of the challenges of shopping and family and making dinners. I pray that you give time to rest and and. Look upon the things that God has blessed us with and be able to receive His presence in our life, that He's with us every day along the way. Um, today, as we look at Job, it's kind of like a, a movie plot. There are things in a movie that happen, but then there's a story behind the story. We don't know the story that's going on behind the story. And so for Job, he do, he's not aware of the things behind the story. He doesn't know the challenge that Satan is taking on. He doesn't know that God has lifted him up as a righteous man. We see now Job's response just to some of the unknown. We also face the unknown. I'm John Smizer. It's good to be with you today. Job chapter 36, verses 16 through 33. He is wooing you from the jaws of distress to a spacious place free from restriction to the comfort of your table laden with choice food. But now you are laden with the judgment due the wicked. Judgment and justice have taken hold of you. Be careful that no one entices you by riches. Do not let a large bribe turn you aside. Would your wealth or even all your mighty efforts sustain you so you would not be in distress? Do not long for the night to drag people away from their homes. Beware of turning to evil which you seem to prefer to affliction. God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has prescribed his ways for him? Or said to him, you have done wrong. Remember to extol his work, which people have praised in song. All humanity has seen it. Mortals gaze on it from afar. How great is God beyond our understanding. The number of his years is past finding out. He draws up the drops of water, which distill as rain to the streams. The clouds pour down their moisture, and abundant showers fall on mankind. Who can understand how he spreads out the clouds? how he thunders from his pavilion. See how he scatters his lightning about him, bathing the depths of the sea. This is the way he governs the nations and provides food in abundance. 
He fills his hands with lightning and commands it to strike its mark. His thunder announces the coming storm. Even the cattle make known its approach. The opening verse here is Elihu's encouragement to Job that he is wooing you from the jaws of distress, a spacious place free from restriction to comfort you you at his table laden with choice foods. Job is being invited through these challenges, through these ch uh, struggles to grow closer to the Lord. It reminds me in Revelation chapter 3, Behold, he stands at the door and knocks. If anyone opens that door, he, Christ, our Savior, will come in and sup with him is what the King James says, I believe. But what it means is he will have fellowship over dinner together. And that's what Elihu is speaking to Job about. That in all of the distress, as you turn to the Lord, Job, he will come and spread a table before you. He goes on then in verse 18. He says, Be careful that no one entices you by riches. Do not let a large bribe turn you away. Would your wealth or even all your mighty efforts sustain you so you would not be in distress? The idea that what do we trust in? Oh, I, I got to tell you, back in the year 2008, um, I was getting close to retirement. And at a point, um, I went to my uh, financial advisor and he shared with me, boy, you're in good shape. Everything's great. And it was in August of 2008. You may remember in September of 2008, all of a sudden the housing market crashed and all sorts of economic challenges faced us. And all of a sudden what I was looking forward to in retirement it wasn't there anymore. And I wondered sometimes, was I trusting God or was I trusting my financial position? How about you? What is it you trust in? What do you look for in, in areas of life that, that you depend on more than God? And at a point, that's what we are challenged here in this passage to see that it's God that we need to trust in. In verse 21, it says, Beware of turning to evil, which you seem to prefer to affliction. God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Oh, you know, you come to the end of your rope. You just can't take it any longer. What are we going to be able to hold on to? What can we say when we're just exhausted from all of the challenges facing us? what we need to do is recognize that God's challenging us. He's growing us. When we ask Jesus into our heart, I, I certainly was not perfect immediately. Oh, I must tell you, there are so many rough edges still on me that he's working on, chipping off, trying to perfect me. Do you know the goal is that I would be like Christ? in my attitude, in, in the way I speak, in my thought life. And oh, I'm not there yet. So he's still working on me. 
I had a friend who always told me, do not pray for patience. You know, that, that's something that we need to have in, in our Christian life. But don't pray for that. Because if we do, do you know how we get patience? We're told in James, Consider it all joy, my brothers. When you encounter various trials, knowing that they will uh, strengthen your faith and bring to you endurance or patience. What is it that brings patience? Trials do. And in those ways, we need to be aware that we may be shaped by God at this time to be more patient because of the trials we're facing. The trials I face, you face. We each have something good to learn out of it. God is a wise God. His will, as we remember yesterday, will be accomplished. So we're going to be worked on through this. Now, ultimately, he goes on to who is a teacher like him? How will we learn our lessons that God wants to work in our lives without those challenges? I remember leaving the house and I was thinking, oh, things are going pretty good. And then I was reminded, I'm getting ready to go into a new challenge. I'm getting ready to go into a new tribulation, a new a new part of God's handiwork in my life. When we think we're all there, when we think we're perfect, God still will show something new. It's like peeling the onion. It's one layer and then the next layer, and He will work in our lives. Do you know when we'll, we know we're done? When, when, when we're perfected to the point He has for us? It's when there will be a memorial service and our friends and family will gather and remember our lives. What will be the eulogy that they'll speak about you? Will they talk about how God has done a good work in your life? I pray they will. How great is God? Verse 26. How great is your God? Whenever we look back over the years, remembering all He's done for us, how great is your God? Have you allowed Him to work in your life, in your family's life, in those friends around you? Are, are you part of the message that's carried about God's goodness? God's mercy, God's forgiveness? Is God shaping you to be His message to those people near you? In ways, how good is God is reflected on how our lives are lived out. How we speak to our children, how we speak to our, our grandchildren, how we speak to those around us. Do we speak with a word of encouragement? If we have an admonition or something to correct, do we do it as Paul did in, uh, to the church at Ephesus with tears? Are we people that are humble as we walk with the Lord? I pray we will be. Let me pray for you. Gracious Father, today as we come to Job and we see your working in his life, the, the shaping, the, the chiseling away the rough edges, 
Lord, may our lives reflect what you desire in us. May we be Jesus Christ to those that are unlooking. Lord, I pray that uh, you will give us hope. In our lowest of times, our, our times of depression, may your Holy Spirit remind us of the peace that you bring to us. Lord, I pray a blessing upon those who are watching today, those who are desiring to live life with you. In your precious name, amen. Lord, I sing your soul.